0: welcome to no compromises a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things this is joel and this is aaron
1: so joel have you ever heard of war games
0: i've heard of the movie is that what you're talking about
1: (laughs) Uh, besides that so there's uh in the like the security and hacker communities there's this uh concept called war war games and what they do is someone who's very good at setting up scenarios and thinking of you know attack vectors will set up a number of uh increasingly difficult stages uh, on websites or servers and then you try to um hack into them find a security hole sometimes they call it capture the flag too because you You're go good. from yeah, place. Mm-hmm. yeah to to capture it, whatever and you move on through the thing so uh that's kind of where i started out um in my career is is much more in that area hmm. um and so that's kind of i guess wherever you start out kind of um shapes your thinking yeah so early earlier i think i also mentioned i did some some tech support and so i've always had a little bit of a empathetic yet <laughs> You're out to attack me attitude, Okay, which is a weird combination.
0: <laughs> the, the empathetic paranoia.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're a great person, but why are you trying to attack me? <laughs> and, and so because of that, I'm always thinking about uh, security related things. Mm-hmm. And especially now we are hearing about the news all the time, stuff being leaked and all this kind of stuff. And people thinking it's not going to happen to me, though. And, <laughs> and pretty much we've seen it's going to happen to everyone all the time. One of the interesting things about those stories though is and except for a few they don't ever really get down deep and tell you kind of what happened right you're just gonna say this was hacked or whatever and it kind of gives that company and maybe those programmers a bad name too like what actually Mm. happened right what what actually how did they actually get in there right yeah and so for me not only do i want to keep my stuff safe i just don't like the fact that someone could hack into my stuff i also think about my name or my company's names or my clients i want to protect them because no one like goes in deeper and thinks about what actually happened if you made some software and someone hacked it um, it's going to look bad on you and so that's kind of one of the reasons why i started really thinking a lot more about validation in laravel Hmm. i like to use a lot of the validation to kind of look for Little security holes or things that people shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I kind of take like a whitelist approach to and say, you know, I, I'm going to only accept these things, and I kind of have this this I'll call it a healthy paranoia <laughs> that everyone's out there to attack me or uh, attack my website, <laughs> not me personally. And so that's where I kind of focus a lot on on validation to kind of stop these things from happening because I don't want anything bad to
0: happen. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a good approach, especially if it's a mindset you're coming from, it kind of shapes decisions you make and maybe even how you test things. And yeah, I, I like that.
1: Yeah. I, and I, I try not to take it too far, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I want my
0: data to be secure and and clean. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, maybe I come at it from kind of the other side of it, which is, is the data less, less paranoia that people are out to get me and more uh, paranoia that people won't type things in the way that I expect that they, a normal person would type something in, like a phone number. Quote, normal person. Quote, normal <laughs> person. Oh, well, normal, like, they think the same as me. That's that's where I'm coming mm-hmm. from. <laughs> but um, validation is is something that can save you pain down the road when all of a sudden you, you have to pull a report or you want to use this data. Uh, it's not just like a blob of text, but now you actually want to like send an SMS to that phone number or something like that. And all of a sudden, you find out you have like 48 different possible ways that people have typed in phone numbers. Some of them are incomplete. Some of them have pluses. Some of them have parentheses or dashes or dots. Or, you know, somebody used heart emojis to separate the, the segments of their phone number. But the point As is I do. Um, uh, yeah. Aaron, I, I don't want to call you out, but I'm glad you admitted to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, validation uh, when I'm writing rules. A lot of times I'm kind of thinking about that too, is, is uh, how can I prevent not just bad data, but like even data that's kind of messy or, or not the expected format or preventing somebody from just going nuts and, and typing something way too long into the name field and, <clears throat> and throwing a, an error at the, at the database layer or something like that. So yeah, I, I see a lot of value in validation for those reasons too. I think, I think we're in agreement that validation good.
1: There, I mean, this is going to date me, so maybe don't uh, think about this too much, Okay, but uh, I, I remember one of the very first uh, buffer overflows or exploits that happened in Windows 95 mm. was someone just typed A like 23,000 times in the <laughs> okay. login screen and that, that, that took him in. <laughs> so wow. I always think about that too. Like, uh, there's, there's so many weird things that we just don't think about.
0: Yes, for sure. So you and I have, have worked together on a number of projects and we, we've kind of developed a way of writing validation and different teams might choose different standards, but mm-hmm. I think having a standard and, and as a team agreeing, like what is the right way to write? What is the correct way right, way to right. write validation? <laughs> sounded confusing. So maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Like, like the first question, where do I put the validation rules? You know, you can maybe think of a few different places you could put it. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's definitely
1: one of them, you mm-hmm. know, the format of the rules, sure. um, how in depth you're going to get, you know, th- there can be, uh, how soon do you want to stop someone in the process? Uh, I know that's probably uh, hard to understand. So let, let me give you an example. Like if we have uh, a rule that has an N, you know, so you have all mm-hmm. these in items it can be, and they all happen to be numbers. Uh, Do you also check to make sure that it's numeric first and stop them there before you checked it in, you know, things like that, you know, and then also do you use bail? Um, Do you, you, do you stop um, on just the first error? Do you let all the fields kind of validate all those different things like that are are good standards they have too, um, because they not only help people write code faster, which is what standards also help you with. Mm-hmm. They help you review code faster, have less nitpicky things, and then give a, a good uh, user experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are all important things. Like just a, a, a current example of this. So our, our standard is to, um, to always use the array syntax for rules, even if it's simple, like it, literally if it's just required string, like, yeah, you could do that as pipe delimited string, but we, we just we've chosen to always use arrays, and um, mm-hmm. I sort of have internalized that and I don't think about it a lot anymore, but I was dusting off an old code base <laughs> and looking through some old form requests. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong with this? And it, it just because it, it was just different from the way we normally do it. There was this little extra mental overhead and I just. Immediately didn't like it. So, not that any right. one way is right or wrong, but you know, we've chosen that approach because of, of some specific benefits. But, um, yeah, just looking at that other one, I all had this mental overhead, and I'm like, I can't imagine being on a team where some people are doing it one way and some people are doing it another way. Pull requests and, and kind of jumping to different sections of the code could, could get really difficult with all those different styles.
1: It's funny you said the right way or the correct way, and then you're like, Well, maybe not the <laughs> correct way. It, it's the correct way for your team and for your expertise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, now when you're talking about correct, I also think about too, uh, every time I go to the laravel documentation, there's tons of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, which one is the right one to use? Yeah. Um yeah. and uh actually, um, what's what's pretty interesting too is there, you know, Laravel's constantly evolving and they're adding uh, new um, rules pretty much, at, uh, well, not every week, but they can happen in the weekly sure. releases or the minor versions.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that happened fairly recently, right? Within the last uh, several weeks, there was a, a that new prohibited if and prohibited mm-hmm. unless rules. And, and those um, probably not ones I've reached for. <laughs> in fact, I don't think I've even used prohibited, but there was a, There was already exclude if and exclude unless and required if. And so Mm -hmm. it just was, it was kind of adding some symmetry to the code base and somebody had a need for it. And so that itch was scratched and and it was added to the docs. It was added to the framework. But yeah, I mean, that to your point, unless you're looking at the docs or following a, a news feed or watching the PRs, you might not even know about new rules that are available for you to use.
1: I think a lot of people are a little, it's validation isn't the most exciting thing. No. But there are a lot of lot of lot of good reasons to make sure you kind of focus on it. Like you said, yours is you focus a lot on data integrity, and mm-hmm. I, I do security, and
0: yeah, it just
1: it's it, you have to keep up to date with that
0: for sure. So so keeping up to date, uh, figuring out the right rules. It's no coincidence we're talking about this because we've been working. Why, Joel? We've been working really hard on. Uh, a really complete reference on the topic of validation. So uh, both both a book and some accompanying exercises to help you practice. So if if uh, you're intrigued by this discussion, make sure to listen to the end. Our, our final little tidbit.'ll we'll have a URL where you can get more information on the book.
1: So they say it's not odd. I mean it's not very strange. There's a 1 in 12 chance as a man uh, that I'd be colorblind. Okay. And let me tell you, I'm pretty colorblind. Uh, <laughs> is there red, degrees of red, that? Yeah, there's different types okay. of colorblindness. Okay. Yeah, so I, I have red-green. You know, there's there's different shades and hues, and it can be worse or, or you know, not. Um, but invariably what happens is if I mention um, I'm colorblind to someone, the first thing they do is they find something and they hold it up and they ask me what color is this? Okay. First of all, that's super annoying, right? Mm. Um, it's like, oh, I know what's happening. As soon as I say color binder," are like, Oh, what color is this? And I I look at it, I'm like, Well, oh, that's blue. And they're like, No, ha ha. ha it's navy blue. Oh boy. Well, I don't even sure. I bet most people get that wrong. <laughs> like when you ask someone, like, what color is my shirt? Well, it's it's burnt sienna. No, it's like. <laughs> but I, I so i got i got a lot of uh a lot of uh guff for this uh when i was growing up you know my color blindness and and uh i'd wear a lot of black not because i was some emo kid but just because hey that's color i can see real well you there know? you go yeah um and uh, so i was wearing a bunch of sweatshirts they're all black different brands and someone said why don't you get a different color sweatshirt it's like fine so i went to the store And I found a sweatshirt I really liked, and lo and behold, it was green. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to make sure because uh, I know I'm colorblind, and and I I, I didn't think to ask someone, but I took it over by uh, the home and garden section, um, and I found a fake plant, and I held up the sweatshirt to the fake plant tree, I believe, and they were the same. I was like, yes, green sweatshirt. So I bought a sweatshirt and I wore it to school. The next day, kids again were like, why another black sweatshirt? I was like, what? Well, it turns out I'd grabbed the wrong side of the fake tree leaf. The front <laughs> was green. The bottom Lovely. was black. And so I mentioned up to a black one again. <sighs> so, yeah, um, I've only ran a couple um, stoplights. Um, i tell you what, if you, ha- if you have a stop sign on your property, um, and it's by some trees or bushes and stuff like that, maybe cut the, cut those down so people like me who can see the stop sign, I guess. Good advice.
0: I'm learning so much. I guess the first thing I'd say, Aaron, though, when they tease you for the black sweatshirt again, you'd be like, this isn't black. It's charcoal.
1: So when I go to my, my, my um, high school reunion. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> you have that queued up, ready I'm, to go. Re- remember how, uh,
1: how you used to pick
0: on me? Well, it's charcoal. Yeah. The, the only thing I can relate to as a color visible person, what's the opposite of colorblind color seeing. Um, (laughs) when, when, when I go to the, uh, the eye doctor once a year for a checkup, part of what they do is they, they test your color vision and I always start panicking towards the end because even though I'm not colorblind, they're like so similar. I'm like, is that like 27 or is it like 26? I can't tell the difference. So
1: all right you said something i just sort of forgot about you said towards the end i get the first oh, one it's 72 or 76 <laughs> okay but after that i can't see any of them all right all right fair enough
0: well a promise is a promise joel i want to know more about that book i can definitely help with that uh, if you're interested and want to learn more head to our website at nocompromisesio book to find out more